Everybody, welcome to another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of Chicano art, the show of Chichen Chong, Mezcal, South Congress Hotel. This is a really interesting and exciting moment for me. I get to share an interview with the legendary Mr. Cheech Marin talking about Mezcal, the fine gentleman, a pioneer spirits distribution set this chat up for me and to think that a regular normal white dude from austin texas would be sitting down having mezcal with cheech and talking about his life is a really an amazing experience and something i won't soon forget we talk a bit about his acting career a bit about cheech and chong but mostly this conversation is centered around trace papalote's mezcal the cupriata Made in Guero. And I really loved this 46% ABV version he and I are sipping. And there's a little bit of Trump tidbits thrown in there as well. And I'm really, really excited to share with you guys this chat with Mr. Cheech Marin. Casual social drinker. Yeah. You know. Uh, more when I was in college and in a fraternity because that's what I did. But I just, I mean, I, I drink socially or with meals. Or, yeah. I drink every, everything but nothing to excess. I mean, and the same goes for smoking too. I mean, yeah. Like, although, <laughs> I've been smoking a lot lately. Yeah. What it would, it just feels like a good season for it? I, I, well, I'm, I have access. <laughs> <laughs> you would you would dread living in austin then there's yeah, access but there's yeah. not access yeah so it's not legal in texas no it's not we're we're still backwoods in a lot of ways I, you know that's that's the thing about texas it's like extreme hippies and extreme rednecks yeah if you put us in the same room together it's not so pretty yeah well, it's okay. <laughs> i mean I, I could live in texas yeah. easily you said you come to san antonio quite a bit I saw all the time that's the city i've visited most in the world over 50 times over the years is it the people the art the uh it's all the above yeah you know i uh, we broke big out of chichin chong boat big out of ktsa in san antonio okay. sunny okay. melendres yeah. and so it was like psh. and so they sent us there all the time and we've had a, a love affair with the fandom of the country or the city ever since and and then it was san antonio was the other center of chicano art yeah when chicano art first emerged so i came here a lot for art and Got to know everybody and the people, so I just keep coming back, and they keep getting invited back. That's yeah. what I like. You know? Well, they like you. You leave the room, and like, you know, we want that guy to come yeah, back. Yeah, we, we got to send him for free. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this quote that I learned from someone named Steve Olson, who's an amazing guy, really a frontier in the mezcal field. And he said, it's not that I found mezcal. Mezcal found me. That must be what it is. Yeah, you it's know? something about it. So when you think about... You're drinking kind of casually. Were you a wine guy, a whiskey guy? I whatever they put in front of me. I mean, you know, <laughs> I was, whatever tastes good. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. I, I mean, now uh, before before I discovered mezcal, <laughs> uh, I I was I still drink bourbon. I like bourbon a lot. Me too. I'm right yeah. there with you. Something wonderfully 
romantic about yeah. it, sultry. You know, I like it's just kind of writerly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find you do your best work. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how writers traditionally have been drinkers yeah because i can't write when i drink no it's hard to keep the pencil on I the mean, page it's like, that's, that's, <laughs> i mean i can write when i smoke yeah no. puts you in a more concentrating mood i think i when you think smoke. maybe yeah so like setting your eyes on a woman across the room for the first time what was your first experience like with mescal how quick can I get this into her? <laughs> <laughs> or her into me. You know yes, exactly. We need to lubricate the situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was, the girls, you know, that mezcal was uh, during my college years. It was not, I mean, tequila was barely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, mezcal was like, oh. It was that thing with the worm in the bottle that you bought when you went down to TJ. Oh, yeah, Montalban. Yeah. That's yeah. one. I just like uh, and it, it's it's almost mezcal is the picture that people have in their minds of it is is akin to like a uh, uh, moonshine or white lightning it's right. like supposed to taste like kerosene yeah or something the first time you have any sipping whiskey from in that in that it's, it's sweet yeah <laughs> made out of peaches or plums or whatever oh you know what they like it uh, same as the mezcal, you know, you think it's going to be, ah! Yeah, really stringent. And they think yeah. you have to kind of like glug it down really quick. But I like it in a mixed drink, too. I yeah. mean, that's just the things that mezcal blends with is way more than any other spirit I've seen. Did you, being connected to kind of the Mexicano art scene, the culinary scene, obviously uh -huh. the culture itself tapped into that. Did you discover mezcal kind of in, you talk about doing in the, as we all do, we kind of chug it down with the worm and such, but yeah, yeah. can you remember the first time that you maybe went to Oaxaca or in this case, Guerrero, kind mm -hmm. of look at the production and maybe that changed your whole perception of it? You know, when I was learning about tequila, I, I you know, mezcal kinds of, is an adjunct to that. So it, it's, uh, I kind of learned about the distillation process mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, so like, and then I, then I learned that it was like, for the aficionados, it's it's like they really like it smoky, mm -hmm. you know. But well, okay, but we're trying to get get white people to drink, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't gonna happen. Uh, so, but it's a it's a it's a mysterious drink, and it's and it's yeah. really good. I like it a lot. It's ultimately misunderstood too. I think. Yeah. Like, you know, back to your point. Like same thing with tequila. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you noticed how the perception of tequila has changed too? Yeah, over oh, the, yeah. Over yeah. the past few decades. It's a, it's it's a magical mezcal is even more magical. I find. Oh yeah. It's, it's that no matter what you put it together with, uh, mixed drink or straight or orange peel or whatever it is, is is that that smoky taste kicks in right at the end. It's a really nice finish and like wow. It's complex. Very, very nice. <laughs> very good, very good. What, how do you, you said you kind of prefer it in a couple of different forms. What's your preferred? You know, the latest one, this guy made in New York when we were promoting the project was with vermouth and a little liqueur. Yeah. Man, that was like, it was like, changed the whole, the whole nature of what it was because mm. it was this very dry, sophisticated vermouth taste with yeah. this little smoke kick at the end. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Well, they had, they had some like dandelion liqueur or something liqueur, some one of those kind of you know esoteric flower ones. <laughs> it's growing around the corner. They pick it, they steep it. A couple of people choke every now and again, right? Are you? 
when is this cocktail movement as it's kind of this renaissance you talk yeah. about new york obviously is a mecca for cocktails austin oh. too coming up really? wonderful drinks right you can get here is that piece i mean you seem like you you've enjoyed food for a long time like did you want to enter that world of, of cocktails you, and stuff do you know there is a, a, a part of me that that does my daughter my youngest daughter is 24 is very much into it she just graduated two years ago from the uh, school of the art institute of chicago oh, cool. you know? so she was in chicago when she got to do all that but she's like so into like you know food right now you know? yeah not like you know five burgers but, <laughs> right you know but like <laughs> complex she, flavors yeah, you know, she, layering she yeah. likes and she likes the uh, mezcal too and she when i was in chicago which is the now the third largest because houston has overtaken it the third largest uh, uh conglomeration of mexicans in the in the is United that right States, yes and has been for since the oh, I didn't realize mid thirties Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, why? <laughs> I thought it was just a bunch of white Polish people. And and Irish, you know, right? that's a, that was my <laughs> concept of it. Was an Italian guys. Hey, hey, you <laughs> jag off. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's uh, it's um, yeah. It's it's grown. It's changed. It's uh, and it's all over too because of the spread of the the Latino diaspora is now in every state simultaneously. Yeah. That's that's the big difference. Is that it's never stays simultaneously. It used to be confined to the west and the southwest, but now it's all over the place. Sega, uh, New York, uh, uh, the biggest Latino group in New York now is Mexican. That's crazy. Over it's amazing. Puerto Rican, Dominican, yeah. Cuban, all those. So something that grows. I mean, and this is a brief tangent, but something that grows so organically has shaped much of Austin's culture. Oh, really? The, the Mexican culinarily, oh, yeah. cocktail-wise, like my wife, you know, yeah. all these kinds of things. Like they, it's it's a lovely way. It's a lovely culture that imparts itself and mixes with everything else. I love I love it. Well, I, I was it was in Washington D.C. a couple weeks ago, and I received the uh, Hispanic Caucus Congressional Medal. Of oh, Mexico. really? That was a big deal. That's crazy. And, and the president spoke, and Hillary spoke, and and uh, and uh, I. I you know, everybody was giving these long speeches to a crowd of 3,000 people that weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> they were drinking. And eating. So I said, very short. So I said, you know, I have that. There's an immigration ruckus in the nation. Yeah. But I have, a, have a, I have a fix for this. It's called Make America Mexico Again. <laughs> <laughs> Food will be better. Immigration Drinks will be better gone, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because Texas is. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was we share the same ter- with the same terrain. It's yeah. the same point, and you know the Chihuahuan point, which is interesting. How did, the, how did it go over? Did everybody still not paying attention? This and is drinking? more than Chihuahua homes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is absolutely. It is, yeah. I, but I love Texas. I've I've come here since uh, I can remember. Yeah. I was a little little kid, and it's a home for you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Where feel very at home here. Man. Very at peace. I think so, people support it. Yeah, I like it. We're, so when d- we're always big, and teaching time was always very big, and. Texas. Texas. And we'll continue. All over. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mezcal, Austin being one of the Mezcal. specific markets you guys at Target, which is brilliant. It is cool that Austin is like that. You know, The first place we played here was the Armadillo World back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But it's it was always this very kind of inclusive city of all That's groups. Right. And it reminded me of Amsterdam. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, I had a bunch of different little groups, and whoever was like you know got a hit record at that time, occupy center stage, and when they don't, 
they're not banished. They're just kind of another part of the right. Yeah, it's really cool. Do you? Th- I mean, it seems to be a problem right now about being inclusive versus exclusive. Austin's not like that. We're yeah. here. We're talking. We're different backgrounds and everything. Yeah. But why? Where do you think this started? This kind of just us against them kind of mentality. Well, lately. It's because white people see the writing on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they were becoming the minority, right? Well, you know, this—it's it's turned into a country that, that has very strong uh, pluralities. Yeah, but it always has. But they're getting—they're getting bigger right now. So, yeah, it's become intense. It feels like yeah. not here, not in Texas. We've no, always no. been there. You know, yeah. like you said, we're the northern Chihuahua. So. Northern Chihuahua, man. Texas is called Texas. Texas. <laughs> that was the original name. So Texas, when, Colorado, Arizona, Nevada, California. Sounds Those a are lot typical American names. <laughs> and they are. Like Delaware. Delaware's Delaware is a pretty, pretty American. <laughs> the only thing that's in English is the news. New York, New Jersey, right. New Hampshire. So when did you get involved with Tres Papalotes? Tres Papalotes. I was in, I was in Canada again, of all places. Really? And I, and I was in, in the Okanagan Valley, and it was, it was a resort, and I was spending a little bit of time there. And uh, uh, the guy, there was a guy there who had a vineyard, and he was had a, had a line of wine. Fan, we got together, and he says, "My my my wine's being distributed by, Riviera, I think it was Riviera, wasn't it? Riviera." And um, and he says, "You you should do some wine." I said, oh, "Nah, it's too many well, wine cause. Wine's not your thing necessarily. Right? Well, I like wine. Yeah. I know some about it. Uh, but and it, but we started going through that tequila. Everybody's doing tequila." And I just popped in my mind, mezcal. Mezcal yeah. is good. It's, you know, it's like, well. And, yeah. what, what year are we talking, roughly? Two. Two and a half years, ago. years ago. Yeah, you saw it before because it's yeah, just growing, right, growing right segment before, now. Yeah, and it's good because people want change. They want to do things. Mezcal is like tequila with tattoos and piercings, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can identify it But really lovable quickly. still, and yeah, rich and lovable. deep and intellectual. Yeah. Most of the people with tattoos and piercings I find to be very lovable. That's exactly right. You know, especially the more tattoos they have, they uh, uh, are, are, are more peaceful. Yeah. I don't know why. And I, I've asked several people that are like entirely covered. So what the deal is, is it's like a meditation. You just yeah, absolutely. For hours and you get this thing. A rite of passage, going through there and sitting through that uh, and everything. You but know? the pain thing that they deal with, it doesn't become a pain anymore. And it's just, it's, it's, they transcend this zone and they're, and they're in there. Yeah. And then at the end, you have this beautiful tattoo. It's That's there what he to said. Enjoy. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You know, I'm no I don't know who, who Gary is, but he's he's on the back of my back. Yeah, yeah. Lower back, so we'll see. Gary? Yeah, no, I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite American, like talking about real straight-laced American names, Gary is my favorite name. Gary? <laughs> <laughs> see, you can't help but laugh saying the word Gary. But two and a half years ago, you make this kind of, he's like, all right, Mescal makes sense. Yeah. And had... Where do you go from there? So, so I have a distillery, and I've been in this industry and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know it's not easy. Yeah. So where do you, where do you go? At least people know you, right? But well, I went to the Riviera, Ed Kahn, who was the head of Riviera Imports, and he I was introduced to him by this other guy, and mm. he came over. We started talking, and I and said mezcal. He didn't know anything about mezcal either. I mean, oh, really? Basically, so but he's very diligent in his in his search for knowledge. And uh, he started investigating the field, and so hmm, you know, and it, and he, I think, what he did is he kind of got that same feeling, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is he saw that it was you know, bubbling, Cult- bubbling under cultural, very rich cultural history. Yeah, it has all those things. Yeah. You know? So 
And then we uh, and we came up with this uh, this package, this bottle, which is just outstanding. Uh, it's one of the uh, statues of I have uh, uh, part of the Chicano art collection by these two brothers mm -hmm. named the De La Torre brothers, and they're really good. And so we put, oh that looked really good on the bottle. Where are they from in Mexico? They are from Guadalajara originally, uh -huh. but they live in San Diego and Sonora. They oh, go cool. back and forth there, but they're very world. They're in Prague right now. Oh really? I mean, yeah, they, they're very big internationally. Denmark. Wow. They're in Denmark. The mother's Danish. It's a Mexican Danish blend. That is beautiful. Yeah. That sounds real beautiful, it's like actually. Danish with chorizo on it. <laughs> <laughs> a crawler with some nice salty. Some yeah. Notes, right? <laughs> so you saw this picture. You knew that this was going to be the amazing facade for the bottle. Yeah. Had you already located the juice? And yeah, the state? Yeah. No, so all of that. How yeah. long did it take you to kind of arrive upon the the flavor that you liked? Well, we started tasting a lot of them, and we kind of, you know, I, I think we both all all of us recognized at the same time that you know we're not going to be able to sell a like really strong esoteric right. smoky flavor because people just wouldn't go for it, and uh, and so we kind of looked for that one that was had all the characteristics of mezcal. But in a in a in a slightly uh, uh, toned down version of like the an accessible way, yeah, accessible right? yeah. way, you know, like like Bud Light or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> this this papalote is world apart from a Bud yeah, Light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is has a very good mezcal has a very distinctive taste. And yeah. When, the more you drink it, the more you start like, oh, I really want that, you know. So. When it starts having these kind of other identifiable traits. Now, mm -hmm. here's the thing that I think is really interesting. So when people start mezcal brands and they start with particular juice, so to speak, in quotes, mm -hmm. right, they usually use an espadine. So have you heard of that term, espadine? So think of it as like the sun. Actually, it's the genetic mother of blue agave. Uh -huh. It's all through Oaxaca, Guerrero, yeah. Sonora, uh, Mich Michoacan and stuff. But that's where they go because it's so sweet, you know, so finding the cupriata, which is hard to get, because yeah. you've seen these things growing mm -hmm. in the wild, yeah. right? Kind of tell me how, how difficult it is to access these guys. Well, it's so difficult to access the guys who actually go get it. <laughs> <laughs> My son, my youngest son, he said, hey, I'm going to go work in the agave fields. I'm like, what? <laughs> I sent you to school for another reason. <laughs> yeah. It's not harvest agave. But yeah. these things grow, if I understand correctly, I've seen pictures. They grow on the side of mountains. Yeah, yeah. The kids would throw rocks at them really, to, to knock them, them off. And That's what I've down. heard. You know, in some cases when you can't. Sure. Cupriata, it's its own deal. Yeah. And it's uh. more esoteric, but not. It's like finding that band that everybody would love, mm -hmm. but nobody knows about them yet. Yeah, until they become Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Everybody loves them, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And then all of a sudden they get big. But you knew that this was the juice for you, and then you also decided to do a couple of different proofs. Yeah, yeah. What was the thinking behind that? Well, some people like it stronger. I yeah. mean, some people this like more alcohol to it, and so we want to give everybody the choice, you yeah. know, and uh, without changing the essential nature of it, just uh, more choice. And, and I think the, the, the more you drink it, the more you get used to it being your drink, that you right. want the increase in uh, an alcoholic content. And this one at 46% ABV, yeah. lovely proof, perfect. Yeah. It's not too diluted, yeah. and it has just the right amount of essence of the... And you don't get a hangover from this. I swear to no, God, you, don't, you do right? not. What I mean, do you, the, 
every every liquor claims that sure but but no truly you don't so yeah so when you go and now you have this brand about how long did it take before you had that first bottle in your hand Mm. (laughs) that's like having a kid you know that was another year yeah at least yeah because i mean you go when you're new in a well not that ed is new in in a business he's a very old in the business but uh but new to this field and you have to kind of get a source for it and and uh you know then the bottlers and their cousins out or you know, you go through all that shit, and and so uh, once you have a reliable source of doing all the things that you knew, then you can go fast. Yeah, you can go really fast. So I mean, it's a pretty interesting. We're thing. nice. We're trying to pick up the fast quotient right now. Yeah. Do you like? There is that rock star element of this, where you yeah. get to travel around. You get to drink mezcalas. Yeah. People. How do you? Well, like I've that? always done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one that bears your name. Yeah, you know, that, it, that you've got equity in, basically. I love that part. You know, that's part. I mean, it's like a, I've always traveled ever since yeah. I was young. And, and, and so, but doing this for a mezcal is, is cool, you know. Getting ready to do it for a, a, a memoir I have coming out in March. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Which, you got a title on that? Uh, Cheech is not my real name. It's but, not. But don't call no. me Chong. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine you... you Dive even more into some depth about the mezcal and your well, life on the road and all right, of that. Well, yes, well, c- certain parts <laughs> of it. Yeah, <laughs> some sorted tales, perhaps. Uh, well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. it's clean. There's G-rated, too many people right? still living. <laughs> <laughs> There's always statute of limitations in That's California, true. though. That's true. How's people's response been when you go and you kind of sip the mezcal with them? They they love it everywhere. I didn't know what it was like. You know, yeah. I kind of uh, it's like it's tequila. Yeah, no, it's kind of like it's a tequila's cousin. You know, yeah, but uh, but uh, you know what? Once they start, it it doesn't stop, doesn't it? Then they say, oh, well, this is. You know, I had the same experience when I started promoting Chicano art. Yeah, they didn't think they liked it, having never seen it. Yeah, and then my so my mantra became: you can't love or hate Chicano art unless you, so see, you it. see it. Yeah, and then oh, I didn't think it was going to be like this. That's always the the reaction. I didn't think it was going to be like this. I yeah. thought it was going to be like kerosene. Well, I don't, I don't know too many people that drink kerosene. <laughs> At least outside of uh, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. You know what they did? The uh, the Greeks. Yeah, the Greeks. Uh, Uzo. Uzo. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Uzo or the Turks? They when during World War Two, when the Nazis were taking over all their their, their stuff, they started pouring kerosene. Retsina. Ah. They started pouring kerosene and retsina, <laughs> and then everybody started liking it. Oh. Yeah, and so now it's Retsina is one of the ingredients is kerosene. That's crazy. I, no idea. People, no, but it's it's brilliant. people like Trump too. So you know, I don't get that either. There's no accounting for anything. Do you think when he went to Mexico? And I thought about this. It was one of the things that I was hoping that the president would make him do when he went to Mexico. Sit mezcals with him. I don't I think, think he did. He probably no. didn't. Did no, nah. didn't pay homage to it. Just he got on his jet and flew back. <laughs> I mean, I, I would add more respect for him if he got a picture of a donkey cart you know and him on top of it with a donkey yeah like a zebra now all right that's he's, good he's, he's making an attempt the, road. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest one that, that trump has is him in front of his taco bowl for the oh yeah seen that one? oh yeah, yeah. With thumbs a, with up a, right? with that trump tower makes the best taco bowl i do not know one mexican who's ever eaten a taco bowl. <laughs> 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 yeah it's highly highly unlikely yeah 
Well, so you've got some more dates left on this tour as you kind of spread the word about Tres Papalotes. And so uh-huh. you've got a 40%, I think, is the more accessible version yeah. uh, for some people. The tequila transitioner, if yeah. you will, right? Bring them really? close. It's a soft landing. Soft landing. It is a soft landing <laughs> in the Utah salt flats. Uh, yeah, no, it's, if you like tequila, you're going to love this even more. It's yeah. actually more flavorful. Oh, absolutely. When then tequila it has a sweeter taste. Yeah. You know, and it blends really well. And, and life is good. It's good. It's, it's good. It's a, the only problem is getting it to the people. It is. It's hard. Yeah. And the plan is to obviously expand, go into some other markets. Obviously, you've got some great representation here in Texas with Pioneer, Darren Aaron. Yeah. Her, um, great personalities in the game. Really, they're very different from the other distributors. They're so they're great dudes. Yeah, you know they're fun to hang out with. They're yeah. very transparent. They like the juice. They told me about it. Yeah, you know it's it's been incredible. Yeah. But the one you know, so as this growth kind of naturally progresses, which you want, you get a business you want uh-huh. to grow. The last question I've got for you is, much like how tequila has really jeopardized some of its standards because it got so big, do you ever worry that mezcal that what you're doing? socializing mezcal will work yeah. and people will rally behind it buy more of it than ever but then we might be looking at a shortage or a different kind of level of quality i'll be dead by then so <laughs> you know that's fair <laughs> no no i don't think you know it's it's relative the elements are relatively rare in comparison to tequila yeah so you it kind of exists on that level. I mean, it's, it, it takes time to to change people's drinking habits if yeah. they even have them. Uh, if so, they have them, right? Yeah, so it's like, hey, this is nice. It's getting people inured to the the taste of the drink I and mean, getting them off. Really, the the block. The it does. It's not kerosene. Right. That's right. that's really the first one. Okay, you're the right guy to do that. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, I face the same problem with Chicano art. Yeah. They didn't like it, but they never seen it, but they didn't like it. They didn't know if they, no, they didn't know if they liked it. Or right, right. But they, yeah. oh, this is not what I thought it was. Same with mezcal. It's not what you, th- it's not kerosene. Yeah, it's <laughs> something delicious. And Cheech, you know, we're going to wrap up because I know you got, you're, you're a celebrity, man. Hey, you got lots of great stuff. You got to walk down. I'm wanted Congress. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Being pulled at all of these. In 27 churches. states. <laughs> But the Trace Papalotes, you know, we're sipping the 46. And I want to tell you, you know, I've sipped mezcal with a lot of people. This is an amazing experience for me. And oh, which quite a pleasure, you. man, which I really appreciate thank that. Thank you. You're very sweet. No, thank you. But this, well, uh, so. this juice is great, though. Yeah, you did a great job yeah. selecting this guy. Yeah. Because this is going to bring people in. And like you said, not too muddy, not too musky, and definitely not mm. too smoky. It is just, just, it has a brightness to it. It really does. Brightness, sweetness to it. Thank you so much, Cheech, for chatting, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay in Austin. Oh, I'm certain that I will. <laughs> and we'll, we'll keep an eye out for the memoir as well. We we'll want to find out. We're all waiting in anticipation to find out what your real name is. Which my real, you'll have to buy the book to find out. Love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cheech. Gracias. Well, there we have it. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Sit down, sipping mezcal with Mr. Cheech Marin. Good jokes. Good company, really chill guy, ultra friendly. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's the dilemma, the dichotomy, right? Like this is a celebrity brand of Mezcal. I know how protective we are of Mezcal in this industry, the cultural preservation, the documentation, the methodology, the production type methods, all these kinds of things, right? But this is good Mezcal. I like it. I haven't been there. I haven't seen pictures of the 
facility, but it is really, really delicious. And at 46%, this Trace Papalotes at Cupriot, it's a really interesting, and I consider it a pretty bold choice. So no, this is not a commercial. This is really just kind of a celebration of Cheech and his lightness and his comedic endeavors and mezcal and how that kind of trickled into his life and all of ours. So thank you everybody for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter if you choose to watch La La Land again and get your heart broken yet again, or if you'd like to learn how to tune a piano, please keep dancing.